Welcome to the Sunday Monday Show, a podcast about being bold in faith, work, and life. I'm your host, Jane Kennedy. Let's get down to business. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Sunday Monday Show. Jane here. And today I'm really excited to jump into this episode. But before I do, I wanted to really quickly remind you that we have a weekly newsletter. It goes out every Tuesday. It's called the Sunday Monday Tuesday. And uh, in it, every single week, I write a short little devotion or reflection. Um, I also share links to things I'm loving, like books and songs and events um, and quotes. And anyway, it's a lot of fun. It's been a really cool way to build community around the Sunday Monday. And so if you're listening to these podcasts and you like them, you will very much, I think, like the email. So you can Uh, subscribe totally for free at the link in the show notes, or you can go to www.thesundaymonday.co slash subscribe, and you'll start getting those weekly newsletters on Tuesday mornings. Okay, cool. All right. So today I am really excited about this episode because if I get questions on anything, well, there's, there's like buckets of questions, but one of the biggest buckets I get questions on is um, around transitions, especially the transition from college into adult life, um, and then the transitions also from your first job to a second job, um, and I also get lots of questions around building community, making friends, finding, you know, Catholic community, um, and so I thought that considering I am literally in the middle of a transition right now, this would be a great time to talk a little bit about um, transitions and kind of the way that I have approached them in the past and the way that I'm approaching it right now um, and talking a little bit about making friends. I feel like I feel like sometimes <laughs> the best, um, you know, I, I, I feel like I kind of had this idea of like, oh, I'll wait until I'm like totally settled in DC and have all sorts of friends and plans and like, yeah, feel settled to, um, to do this episode. But I do think though that like the best episodes and the best writing and the best, you know, the things that I appreciate the most um, really are done by people who are in the middle. So, um, you know, disclaimer, I am in the middle of a transition and I'm still figuring things out, still working on things, um, but I'm really excited to talk about this because I just, I don't know, I just felt like this would be a good time to to dive into this. So hopefully there's something in this that um, will encourage you, whatever kind of transition you're walking through. Um, but yeah, just wanted to share some of the things I'm learning right now um, and that God is teaching me through this transition. So the first thing, which is probably the biggest thing, is... Um, the, the reminder that, you know, I don't have to put the pressure on myself to figure everything out. And I think that I am naturally the kind of person who likes a plan and likes to have things very ordered and I like a timeline. Um, I feel like I, I get a lot of comfort and, you know, peace from having an idea of what's happening and what's going on. And um, the reality is that in transitions, we really don't have that much control. Like we don't really have control over, you know, the people we meet or the things that work or don't work. You know, th- those things are just very much like, it's it's a really good opportunity to practice surrender, honestly, because, you know, you can think something's going to go a certain way. And for me in this, in this specific transition, um, I just moved back to DC and I've lived here before. I lived here, uh, I spent the last two years in New York City, but before that I lived in DC. And so for me, moving back, I really thought that it was going to be a super smooth transition because I was like, okay, I have friends here. Um, 
I worked at this company last year as an intern, so the job should be fine. And like, I know the neighborhood, I have a favorite Trader Joe's and a favorite church. And, you know, I felt like I had enough kind of like groundwork done that moving back would be super easy. Um, So when the transition actually turned out to be very, very rocky, especially the first month or so, um, I was very surprised. And I think that the whole situation was made worse because I had an expectation that it was going to be easy. And because I had an expectation that it was going to be an easy transition, when things got hard, that was a lot harder on me to receive. Versus, you know, the alternative, if I had come in with my hands wide open and said, God, like, I don't know what this chapter here is going to look like. Like, I have ideas for what I'd like it to look like, but I don't know. Please, you know, surprise me and love me and give me everything I need and um, give me the inspirations I need to show up the places where you want me to show up, etc. right? If I had come in like that, I think it would have been a much better transition versus what did happen, which was me showing up, realizing things were different than I had expected, and then kind of freaking out for a month until I finally, you know, turned around and gave gave it back to God and um you know I very much remember it was a few weeks in and I was having a really hard time I felt really lonely I was struggling to make friends and build community and again especially if you're moving somewhere like I think it takes people say like oh it takes three months it takes a year I think I truly think it takes a year of living somewhere to be settled and um I know that's hard to hear especially if you just move somewhere and you like want everything figured out but like It takes a year to build those good friendships, to have those good routines, to feel comfortable in your job. Like so much can change in a year. Um, So, so yeah, I would just say like it it basically at the end of my first, you know, first, first few weeks here, I was, it was so difficult and I was feeling really frustrated. And I finally turned to God in prayer and said, God, like you called me here. You opened the doors. You wanted me here. Why is this so hard? please, like, if you want me to be here, I need you to bless it. And I need you to open doors and I need you to bring me good friends. And I just need you to bring me hope, right? Like I want to see what is here and and why you have me here because I want to be obedient to you and I want to be joyful. I want to be present. And, um, right now that's really hard because I don't see what's, I don't see what's happening. Um, and I kid you not within, the next week, things started turning around in incredible ways. And it was so clear that God was just waiting for me to give him permission to direct the transition. Um, and so if you're in a transition or getting ready for one or coming out of one, like the the biggest piece of advice is just to release the pressure on yourself. Like you don't have to have things figured out. You don't have to have your friendships in line. You know, I, I came here and I went to a few different churches when I first got here because I wanted to find you know, the right community for this time in my life. And God was so generous in being incredibly clear about where he wanted me to be. Um, And I started to see that like, there were certain things I felt a lot of pressure about doing. I was like, oh, I should go to this event or I should go to this young adult thing or, you know, I should go to this dinner or whatever. Um, And I would go to those things and they never really were what I wanted to be at. But then when I started doing the things that like I wanted to go to, like, I joined a run club that I really love and um, I started going to this really great Bible study and, you know, I started to act a little bit more from inspiration versus an obligation. Um, I saw the Lord really bless that and really work within my desires and within the choices I was making because I was excited about something versus feeling like I have to go to everything. I have to force these friendships. Like I have to, you know, do everything. Um, 
which ultimately was exhausting me, right? Because it was spinning wheels, trying to force things to happen instead of letting God use my heart and use my desires and use the gifts he wanted to give me um, to help me settle. So that's the first lesson is release the pressure on yourself and, and know that like it takes time and it takes time to be here. Um, but the most like effective and efficient actions that I have taken since being here have truly been the moments that I have gotten on my knees and said, God, I surrender this transition to you. And I beg you to, you know, give me community and give me friends. And I prayed super specific prayers. Like I have in my journal, I wrote a very specific prayer for my community. And I said, I mean, I can probably remember most of it, but a lot of it was like, you know, God, like I pray for joyful, faithful, good community. I pray for good friendships. I pray for, you know, a life here that's full and joyful and good because that's what you want for me. Like God came to give us abundant life. Um, Jesus wants abundant life for us. And so if you're in a transition and things are feeling still like really rocky and tough, just know and have hope that he wants abundant life for you. And that as long as we're being obedient to him and, and taking action, he can provide that. And that's one other thing too I want to say within this is like, you know, we can surrender something to God, but like then that doesn't mean we sit on the couch and do nothing, right? Like surrendering to God and then when you get those invitations, when someone, you know, reaches out to you or you hear about an event that's really exciting, like even if you don't know other people going, go. Um, Say yes. I think that those yeses add up and eventually, you know, those yeses will bring you to a really wonderful situation and to really wonderful people. Um, And the other thing I've learned within those saying yeses is that it's often not the first yes that, you know, bears fruit. It's the second yes. So it's like you go to the retreat and then afterwards people are going out for dinner and you say yes to the dinner. Or you go to run club and then you say yes to getting coffee afterwards. Or um, you go to the party and then you say yes to, you know, grabbing a drink with people afterwards. You know, like it's, it's that second yes that I think really helps cultivate community and is really honestly how I've made most of my friends since coming back here. Um, and honestly, probably how I've made most of my friends in my life has been, you know, you go to a thing you're interested in, you meet people who have similar interests to you, and then you say that second yes, um, which is a great way to build community um, and, to, and to, yeah, just like allow the Lord to provide for you. Okay, so I talked a little bit about releasing the pressure. Um, Another big thing that I think is hard within transitions, um, and I think you can use the like image of freshman year as a look at this, but like, you remember those first few weeks or even like months of freshman year where like you became best friends with everyone on your hall and you did everything with them and um, you kind of get this sense of like, great, everything's perfect. I have all these friends, like this is what it's going to look like. And then by the end of college, you look back and you're like, oh gosh, I don't talk to those people anymore, you know, because, because over time you start to like discover who you are and what you're interested in. And everyone kind of has this journey of getting to know different people and grow in different directions. Um, But there is this, this aspect of kind of grasping and clinging onto like, well, I want friends. Like I need friends to go to the dining hall with, and I need friends for, for church. And I need friends for these things, you know? Um, And what I have learned in the transitions at this point, you know, I've moved one, two, three, four, like five times, five moves, five big moves at this point since college. And, um, and what I've seen is that like, it is better to be alone and, you know, even to feel a little bit lonely than to spend time and be around people who don't, um, 
make you better, if that makes sense. Like, I remember when I first moved to San Francisco, I, I really struggled because I was so lonely. And then I had these friends there who wanted to go do things that I just didn't want to do. Um, and I would go out with them and I just felt so lonely because I was like, I don't really want to be here. And like, I don't really want to be doing these activities. And, um, but I was like, but I also really don't want to be at home alone. Like, I don't want to be sitting in my room on a Saturday night by myself. And I think that as I have grown up and as I have learned the lesson again and again about the value of good friendships, like there is something that's very much like, I have now come to a lot of peace of like, I would rather be on my own um, you know, and go and do like a Friday night holy hour with Jesus than, you know, go out with friends who are going to make me feel like I should be doing things that I don't really, you know, want to be doing or that aren't really on my, you know, list of fun activities. And um, I think it's a hard lesson to learn and it can be really painful. And like, I'm not minimizing that loneliness is a huge issue. And especially like in a transition, like there is a lot of loneliness. Um, but I do think too that like, if I look back on my life, I am so grateful for the times that I, you know, was was courageous enough to kind of step away from situations and people that were not going to lead me closer to God um, and instead, like, wait and seek out friendships of people who were fun and joyful and, like, adventurous and were going to make me more myself and more of who God wants me to be. Um, and that loneliness is really hard. Like, I think my friends will tell you in my first month or so here, I was calling people every day. Like I was calling my mom. I was calling my best friends. I was calling my siblings all the time. I was just like, cause I just, I was lonely and I needed friends. Um, and you know, that was really helpful in the transition was like, I was talking to people every day who knew me and I was talking to people every day who like loved me and cared about me. And I think because I had that bar of like, this is the kind of friendships and the kind of community I want. Um, I was able to really cultivate that and I've started to be able to cultivate that here and make really wonderful friends who I think similarly have those values um, and want to, you know, we want to be better with each other. Um, and so, yeah, I, I please know of my prayers. If you're lonely, it's so hard. It can be so hard, but I promise like it, it is so worth it. And because I have moved so many times, I have now seen it and I have so much evidence that God is always God is a God of abundance and he has abundant friendship for you. He has abundant community for you. He has incredible gifts that he wants to give you. But if you're spending all your time with people who are not lifting you higher, then like where and how is he going to work, right? Like how is he going to give you those friends if you're filling up your time with people who aren't, you know, making you joyful and giving your life great joy. And I want to be clear here. I'm not saying like you can only be friends with Catholic people. Some of my very best friends are not Catholic. Like you that's not what I'm saying but I do think you know in your heart like there is a conviction in your heart if you're hanging out with people even if they are Catholic like and they're not bringing you closer to God or closer to the person you're created to be then that's something to pray about and God wants to provide um even if there are little seasons of loneliness he wants to provide um in everything okay let's see what else I have been learning um I think that another big lesson in this transition has really been like um, every time, again, I've been here a little over two months, but every time I feel like, okay, everything's settled. I have these friends. I have these, I have these events. This is what my work looks like. This is what my faith life looks like. Literally, I, I kid you not, I have like a day of that and then something changes, whether like something shifts in friendships or something shifts in my work, like my project unexpectedly, 
um, shifted and all of a sudden my work life looks totally different than it did a week ago. Um, and I think that God often uses transitions and times of change to remind us that like our only anchor and like our only stability and our steadiness is him, you know, because I think I have, I definitely fall into the, the trap of putting my hope and putting my stock in things that are like passing of like, oh good, my job is really good now. I'm really happy to be in this role. Like, I love this. This is so great. And then boom, out of nowhere, my project shifts and all of a sudden I'm working with different people. Um, or like a friend moves and you're like, wait a second, I just made this friend. Like, why are they leaving? Um, and I've seen that happen again and again. And I think God honestly does it as an act of generosity to remind us that like our hope cannot be in the passing things of friendships or events or work or whatever. Like it has to stay in him. Um, and so I think that especially in a transition, it's so tempting to grasp onto something, whether it's like your living situation or, I don't know, an opportunity that you think is there and to like really be like, okay, this is like, I'm going to plant my flag of hope in this situation. And then when those things change, as they inevitably will, like everything is always changing. Um, and then we can kind of, you know, find discouragement or despair. And that's like, absolutely not what we're looking for here. So I think the transition has shown me too, that like spending time in prayer and spending time with Jesus is the anchor for me. Um, And a bunch of stuff kind of blew up last week in my like work life. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like what is happening? This is crazy. Um, But I think the way I would have felt it like a year or two ago would have been that I would have just been like devastated and stressed out. And I can tell you now that like what it happened and I just kind of was like, okay, you know, God, God provided for me a few weeks ago. He'll provide for me again. Like God has always provided for me. I'm not worried. And I don't think I would have that mentality if I haven't if I hadn't had gone through so many other transitions and so many other things where like the thing I thought was going to work out didn't work out. And then I saw actually like, oh, in the long run, this is way better for me. But the more times I have had kind of the rug pulled out from under me, the more I have learned to just hold things so loosely, even in the midst of like a transition, even if it's something that's really important to me or that I love a lot, it's like, okay, these are good things, but nothing ultimately is better than like what God wants for me. And he's working everything for my good. Um, and so in a transition, like, I know you just kind of are like, you feel like you're in a storm and you're just like clinging to a buoy in the middle of the ocean. And then all of a sudden that buoy disappears and you're like, okay, great. I'm like swimming again. But I think like even just having that image of climbing into the boat with Jesus and like riding out the waves with him is so helpful because again, all the way back to that first point, like you don't have, you're not in charge. Like you can release the pressure. Um, God is in charge and he wants to take care of us. Um, okay. A couple other things that I think I've been learning. One of them is just like, there are so many seasons that we have of like planting seeds. And I think that if you are like me, and if you are listening to this podcast, I think we have a lot of people who are, you know, pretty big, like planners and doers, like there are seasons of planting and then there are seasons of harvest. And I think a transition is a huge season of planting because, you know, you are planting seeds and trying to be consistent and trying to show up and water those seeds. Like for example, going to a new church, like showing up every week. I've been going to the same church and I've been going every week. I've been trying to go at the same time. And like, I remember the first few weeks, like I would walk out after mass and everyone would be standing around talking. And I like didn't know anybody. And the first few weeks I just like left because I felt kind of like, Oh, like this is embarrassing. I don't really know anyone. I'm going to leave. I'm by myself. And then this weekend I went to mass and I walked outside and like, 
I knew one girl and then I knew this other girl and then I knew this other person and I was like oh this is so cool and like all of a sudden I was one of the last people hanging out after mass outside chatting with people um and I just think that like there are so many little it's it's kind of like a like a seed sprouting right like if you sit there and stare at it it's not going to grow very quickly but it's like over time you can start seeing that the fruits of your efforts I'm using a lot of planting and growing phrases at the moment apologies but you know you you start to see like oh this is bearing fruit like oh like three weeks ago I didn't know anyone out here and now I know two people and the priest and you're like oh my gosh like I'm starting to see this community build and that can be super super um affirming I think when you're in a season of this um and I think also something that takes a lot of like courage right like planting seeds and being consistent and showing up places and meeting new people and saying yes to invitations and going to stuff where you don't know anybody like it takes so much courage um it takes so much courage and uh there are many many times when I'm like I don't want to go to this like I don't really want to you know it's going to be a lot of work and like even though I kind of do want to go to it I'm like oh but like I'm not going to know people or what if like I don't know. There's just all sorts of things that you have to conquer when you're trying to build kind of a new life and new opportunities for yourself. And I just, you know, want to be encouraging of the fact that like, yeah, this is, um, this is, this is like a big desire. And like, this is, this is hard and this is, this is requiring courage. Um, and so just trust that like the seeds you're planting will bloom. And oftentimes they bloom in ways you really don't expect. Like I can tell you so many stories of like, I start, I showed up to something because I thought that like, I was going to love going to this event. And ultimately I went to that and I made new friends and then I started hanging out with them. And that introduced me to a new community of people, right? Like you don't know what's going to bloom. But planting seeds I find is like, you're never going to regret that. Like you'll never regret being a person who um, plants seeds and, and trust that God wants to provide. Um, okay. The last thing I want to say here for the moment is, um, just give, give yourself grace, give yourself grace. I think that, um, you know, again, there, there can be this pressure, especially if you leave like a college or a place where you have lots of good friends and a good routine and a good community, like, man, it just, it feels like there's so much pressure to, to figure things out and to have everything like done and you know we have to give ourselves grace I think that like one of the big lessons I've learned in this transition is that like if I have a night that I'm just exhausted I'll stay in and like read on my couch or call a friend or you know cook a big meal or you know just do something to relax take a bath go for a run like I think I think trusting that like you don't have to do everything and it's not all in your hands allows you to give yourself the grace of like I'm not in a rush you know, and I think so much of our world is in such a rush and even like moving like into a new apartment, I hate living in a half lived space. Like when there's like a little bit on the walls and like, you know, that not everything's figured out or like if you're waiting on furniture and you're like, I have nothing in here. Like, I know I trust me. The half lived space thing is so hard. Um, but ultimately what happens six months down the line, your home looks beautiful. You have everything you wanted and you barely remember those months of struggle when you were like had no couch or your bed was on the floor or whatever, you know, you're waiting on. Um, and I think in the same way, like transitions can feel so uncomfy and, un- and like unnatural sort of in the moment, but six months down the line, a year down the line, 
you'll be able to look back and say like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I had the courage that one day to like join that kickball league and go and meet a bunch of people I didn't know. Like that was so much fun. Or I'm so glad that I consistently went to that run club every week or I consistently went to that Bible study um, or that I like reached out to the priest and, you know, got to know him and got more plugged into the community, right? Like the seeds you're planting now, your future self is going to be so grateful for. Um, and the, and the other thing is that like your life in the six months or a year is going to look so different from how it looks now. So just being patient and giving yourself the grace and trusting that like God is guiding you, right? Like he, I, I just love, I've been so deep in the Psalms recently and just like he has a path and he is showing you step by step by step. And so if you don't know what to do, if you don't know what the right, you know, plan is like, just do the next step. Like, oh, cool. You got invited to this event on Thursday night. Go like, go to the event, make some friends. Worst case scenario, you talk to a couple people and you didn't have the best time and then you don't have to go back. But like, I think trusting that God will provide the next right step and you don't have to look way down the road. You can just look at the next step and say yes to that. Um, and that's something I'm working on a lot right now is like, what is the next right step and how can I take it and how can I trust and like give myself grace that like God is working um, and I can trust him to work because I can trust him. You can trust him. He loves us. Um, he has such, such good things for us. Okay. I think that's it for today. If you're in a transition, please know of my prayers. Um, I would also love to hear from you if there's anything you've learned or gained in seasons of transition. Um, I think most of all, just like have fun with it. Like it's exciting to meet new people. It's exciting to have a new start and a fresh start. And I think that like there is so much joy in that. Um, even when there's moments where you feel kind of like disoriented, like I I've seen like the seasons of transition in my life have been some of the places where like I have grown the most. My faith has blossomed. Um, and I feel like I've come into who I am in a lot of new ways in seasons of transition because, you know, being put under a little bit of pressure and a little bit of stress, um, is ultimately really exciting and God God has such good plans for you and I'm really excited whatever season you're in whatever transition you're in for what he has for you okay that's it for today thank you so much for listening a reminder again to go subscribe to the newsletter if you haven't and I hope you all have a wonderful week get back to work I love you all bye so much for joining us for another episode of the Sunday Monday show. If you liked it, if you enjoyed it, if you learned something, we would be so appreciative if you shared it with a friend, shoot it in a text, post it on social media, whatever you want to do. Sharing these episodes helps more people find them. And while you're doing that, if you could rate and review these episodes, that would also be so appreciated. If you're looking for more, you can follow us on Instagram at the Sunday Monday underscore or visit us online at www.thesundaymonday.co where we have tons of articles and free resources designed to help you be bold in your faith, work, and life. Until next time, thanks so much for being here. Get back to work. I love you all. Bye.